Welcome to Rich Conversations. Today's episode is actually a recording of one of our guided self-reflection sessions. This is something uh, I've been doing with another project of mine called The Quantum School. And to me, a lot of solutions for the future and life all start with self-reflection. Taking the time and just sitting down, breathing, and thinking about your life. Very simple. And so what I've been doing is doing these guided self-reflection sessions because I know it can be kind of difficult to just kind of start by yourself. You know, you don't really know what to do or what you should think about or whatever. So uh, I hope to make it easier and I'll just guide you through it. This is stuff I do on a regular basis, daily, and uh, so I kind of open it up to other people. And you can follow the Quantum School, quantumschool.io as a website, and then on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And uh, it's, just, it's just meant to encourage more self-reflection, more just taking time, being intentional with your time, and thinking about life, being grateful, breathing, just basic things as a human being. So you'll kind of get the gist of it. <laughs> so enjoy. And again, if you're interested, uh, check out all the other, other stuff. Have a great day. Welcome to this guided self-reflection session. My name is Rich Hebron and I will be with you throughout this duration. Now, let's start, as always, with just uh, five minutes of breathing. Starting now. So all we're doing is just sitting and breathing. Just kind of deep breaths in and out. Try to stand or sit upright. Just in and out. Don't worry about what's going on during your day or things you have to do. Just sit here and breathe.
it's always kind of jarring <laughs> when the timer goes off. Uh, right, Latte? Our uh, cat is over here. Whenever I'm recording, that's when uh, she seems to come out most. <laughs> okay, let's start with this question. Now, um, you might have pen and paper, you might have a computer out, or you might just have nothing. And you're just going to take this time to think about the questions. There are no wrong answers. With this first question, what are you grateful for? And uh, we'll spend about 45-ish minutes. I'm recording this uh, in the afternoon, and unfortunately, the daylight runs out in maybe a half hour. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see when we see or don't see.
All right, this next question. When was the last time you were happy? And what were you doing? What was that feeling like? Now, it could be right now, which is great. Happiness is not something to strive for. And you also don't want happiness all the time. Um, but happiness is not, it's not something like an ultimate goal. Uh, fulfillment is more... Um, what we're talking about. Fulfillment is, is a little bit deeper, a little bit more grounded, right? Happiness is, can be a fleeting feeling, but I want you to think, <laughs> after all of that, after I'm saying it's not worth it, or you don't want it all the time. I mean, really, really think about uh, this moment. I was just, uh, you know, I was about to get in the shower. I like to play music when I'm in the shower. Uh, I bring my like Bluetooth speaker into the bathroom and, um, you know, gets me, gets me pumped up for the day. And I was like going through my music. I wanted to do something. I wanted to listen to music that wasn't what I've been listening to all year and what I've been listening to, like my top songs right now. I wanted to just like, let's, let's, let's venture out a little bit. And there was this, uh, March 2017 vibes quote playlist. That's the name of the playlist, March 2017 vibes. And it was what I was listening to before I went to Spain, uh, my first time out of the country. And I just have such a deep connection with those songs. Some reggaeton and, uh, you know, just like walking around the streets of Madrid listening to Jay Balvin and um, like in Barcelona and uh, walking through the Gothic quarter, listening to, you know, some chain smokers. <laughs> uh, it was, it was such a happy time in my life. Uh, that wasn't, that was one of the happiest times of my life. And I still say, like, uh, uh, one of the days in Barcelona, I should get the date on this, was my favorite day I've had in the past 10 years. So I want you to think about um, a time where you were happy, right? And we can use that, that feeling to kind of Give us a little bit of oomph in, in um, just like moving forward, even just a little bit, right? So I'm gonna get some, uh, I'm gonna refill some water and espresso. Daylight is still going. Right, latte? Yeah, um, Camilla Caballo, she had a, a really good run in that uh, 2017 area. Hema, oh man, that song was so good. Ed Sheeran, he was pretty huge. Uh, Chance the Rapper, 
yeah, think of uh, some happy times. Uh, something I'm able to do is be happy, like right now. Um, and it goes back to our, our first question, right? Gratitude. If, if you are able to just sit and be happy, you are way ahead of most people. Most people are in their heads, right? But what helps us get out of our head, right, is just, just sitting and kind of clearing our mind and just observing. And then, you know, we can point to things to be grateful for around us. Or we can think of things that we're grateful for and just right away, it's just like, yeah. I have these, uh, these plants right here. I don't know how they're living. Most of my plants die. <laughs> I, one's an aloe. And it has like no soil. It's like, it's weird. Um, the money tree. The money tree is money. Um, and in that one, I don't know what it is, but it's pretty decent. But I've had so many different uh, plants right here. I'm, it's right by a window. I like recording here because of the natural lighting. Natural lighting is always the best lighting. Lighting to me is one of the biggest. Uh, there are two things, two things that offend me in the world per se. And that's uh, bad lighting and bad attitudes. <laughs> Yeah, some of, the, some of the lighting out there, not good. Um, let me see if I can get some more in here. How's that? A little better? Uh, I'm looking out here. I oversee uh, buildings in Chicago. There's a few cranes. You can, you can tell the health of a city based on the number of cranes they have. Because that means that it's economically healthy to be building there. And people find it um, a good investment to build there. You know where they're building a lot? Brooklyn. I was just in Brooklyn and it's, it's just like constant change. Um, construction everywhere in Brooklyn. Manhattan, there's scaffolding everywhere. Not necessarily building or construction. There's a lot more regulation and costs a lot more to build in Manhattan. So what I think will happen is throughout my life, Brooklyn will be really developed, really built up, and then I think it will then spill into another bureau. Um, and so you'll see, you already see it. I already see it from the plane. Like if you look out and you're coming into LaGuardia, you, if you're sitting in the right seat on like the left-hand side of a, the plane, you see all of Manhattan and Brooklyn and there's just like these centers of skyscrapers. Uh, Fidei, uh, Lower Manhattan, right? And then you have Midtown. That's where the Empire State Building and stuff are. A lot of these new ones that are like really uh, narrow and tall. And then you see Brooklyn. Brooklyn's up there too. So I think it's, um, I think it's going to spread out. But yeah, cranes in the city. And getting back to like happiness.
the training of gratitude and also with our breathing, right? We breathe so that we can um, well, it's very, very basic, but we also want to clear our mind. When we clear our mind, we can see what's happening. And there can often be a joy in that, or we can find uh, bliss in it, happiness. It's one of the biggest things I learned when I lived homeless in Chicago. I developed um, the skill to just sit and just observe. A lot of, um, certainly my experience, and I know a lot of other uh, homeless men, a lot of the homeless experience is just killing time. You know, killing time until you uh, have to be somewhere to uh, to eat or be somewhere to go to a shelter for the night. And um, so during the day, there's a lot of just, um, just waiting around, just kind of sitting around. And this was before smartphones, and I didn't even have a phone. So uh, I really... It's funny, right here is like a product of, uh, or an effect of living homeless. Like there are two habits I picked up. One is coffee, and the other one is just being able to just sit for a long period of time and just like be happy and just observe. Those are two things that I, I really picked up and learned. For good or for bad, I don't know. Yeah, we would be in the shelter and um, oh, I just I just love just sitting around drinking coffee, listening to uh, people talk and their stories, some wild stories. And uh, we'd have this joke. There was this one time in the, the like cafeteria of this like shelter program and they got all new coffee mugs. We used to have styrofoam for coffee. And one day, all these ceramic coffee mugs just showed up with some company company's logo printed on it. And so we would joke around that like, oh, uh, this coffee session is sponsored by blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't even remember the name of the company. Uh, but we're like, oh, we're sophisticated. <laughs> Um, it's something that people don't understand about the homeless community is that uh, it's a lot of just like razzing each other, just teasing, uh, joking around, uh, not taking oneself too seriously, which is interesting because all people do outside of the homeless community is look at homelessness super seriously. And I've had a lot of thoughts in my mind about, um, about this. There's such a big disconnect. And I just see really poor decisions being made because of this disconnect. Anyways, what's our next question? How about... Mm. In the last two years, who have some of your influences been? So over the last two years, who have some of your influences been? You can probably name some off, right off the bat because they're deliberate. You intentionally researched this person or wanted to learn more about this person. Maybe you read a biography of theirs or 
went on Wikipedia or you listened to their music or you like, you know, just did a deep dive on them. Um, documentary or a movie or, you know, something like that. But like, like really like influenced you. We're influenced. It's not being influenced is not a bad thing. And we're humans and we're influenced by everything, everything. Right. So that's why like this stuff is important because we want to be more intentional about what we allow to influence us. Maybe even think beyond over the next two years, what do we want to influence us? I did over the last, um, uh, recently, I have written about some of my influences. Jane Jacobs is always a big one. She was a, an urban activist in Manhattan, Greenwich Village in the 60s and she was a big advocate a lot of my uh philosophy seems like confirmed by her life and her efforts it's like to know a place um it's got to be on the ground you got to see it you got to observe what's happening and you see the value in people and the interactions and just this, this crack in the sidewalk means something. Like all these little details add up to the experience of a place and it scales. Um, so she's been a profound influence. She, she wrote The Death and Life of Great American Cities. And um, it's very similar to of what we, we try to train and, and get our minds ready to do, right? What is hap- let's clear our mind and what is happening right here? What are people actually talking about? Um, a lot of times leadership is coming from the top, right? But if they're not experiencing or listening to people on the ground, their decisions are so askew. Um, The accuracy is on the ground. You want to both have like a bird's eye view, but also on the ground. And that's why I love going for walks. Um, One of my favorite, I was in New York last week. And uh, I stayed in Brooklyn with some friends but I always go, uh, I did village, uh, visit West Village, Greenwich Village. And I think that's my favorite area. It's so cool. It's, it's like so beautiful and so cute and cozy. And um, well, now it is. Um, I went to a Packer bar. I watched the Packer game. They beat the Chiefs at this place called Kettle of Fish. And it used to be where like beatniks in the 50s would hang out and Bob Dylan would hang out. And it's a Packer bar. <laughs> and it looks like a, like a uh, grandma's basement, like Wisconsin Tavern. It's right in there in New York, you know. Uh, but a friend of mine, she, uh, she works over there at a place called Art Bar. And so we, we met up at a coffee shop and then walked around. It's funny too, she went to Sweet Green. Sweet Green is this like salad, fast casual salad. And we were in line and she's like, you getting anything? And I was like, no, I need to stick to my diet of pizza. And I said it with like, very seriously. Um, and then I kind of laughed. When I go on trips, uh, bef- I. Outside of the trips, I eat very disciplined. And then on the trips, I, I choose, I choose like um, a local food and I just kind of dive into that. So it's like 
uh, pizza in New York. So my diet, I still, I still eat oatmeal in the morning, but my diet then is espresso and pizza and uh, wine. I'll drink wine. And some whiskey. I drink some whiskey. I always been, I, I like, well, when I go out, I, I ask for a green chartreuse. Neat. But there's a green chartreuse shortage in America. <laughs> so if I do come across a place that has it, uh, it's like drinking liquid gold or Grand Marnier. Uh, and this is, this is to celebrate life celebrate with my friends. Some of my, my favorite people live in New York. Um, but yeah, Jane Jacobs. <laughs> uh, West Village, Greenwich Village area. Yeah, over the last two years, um, Andy Warhol is always on my mind. Da Vinci has been a huge influence over the last two years. Uh, Louis Fourteenth, George Washington, Jesus, Buddha, Lao Tzu, Marcus Aurelius, Lady Gaga, The Beatles, Bob Dylan, um, is a Miyake. Is a Miyake. Um, and we allow these people to, to um, influence us. Like, what can we learn from them? What can we learn from their lives? And these are all humans, humans that are flawed. Every human is flawed. And, um, you know, like a lot of times we, we put these people on these higher platforms, right? But they're just humans. Um, no different than you and I. Louis Sullivan, huge, huge influence recently. Massive, huge. He inspired me to kind of take on Nuances and Notes, that project. My recent curiosity of architecture definitely attributed to that. Yeah, who have you been influenced by? That's what's also fun about the journey is um, just where it leads us and who it leads us to. And um, that's exciting to me. In what environment do you feel or have you felt like you could be yourself? You could, uh, you didn't feel like you had this guard up or, you know, a, there was no mask, not that we wear masks, but like, you were fully just willing to be vulnerable and just open and uh, I don't mean verbally but just like your presence you know where was it who was it around who were you with 
This last question, uh, it's not so serious, but it is important. And it has to do with just fitness and health. And I want you to think of an athletic activity that is your favorite. I find that a lot of like high level human beings, they all have something that they do, they do physically that they get a lot of joy from. Uh, whether it's running, for me it's, it's shooting hoops, basketball. I know people that ice skate or that um, fence or play, uh, what is it, like pickleball or, or uh, racquetball. There's, there's a lot of different activities. Do you have one? Do you have an athletic activity that you uh, are able to just be present in, right? You just kind of do it and you forget the world. And, um, and if not, is, is there something you would like to pick up and try out? Being, being active and exercising and moving our body is crucial to our health and, and to our mind, which leads to our mind, right? Our body and minds, it helps to be on the same page. And I, I find that a lot of, uh, of high-functioning humans um, have some type of activity physical activity that they enjoy and they do it consistently regularly it doesn't have to be some you don't have to run marathons you know you don't have to do these extreme things you can um, but you can also just like you like riding your bike around town you know that could be something Hiking. Some of these depend on geography, but um, that will be our last question of today's session. Yeah, you know, physical activity is, is really crucial to health. And um, cognitive function. Cats are quite the athletes. I'm always I'm impressed that our cat latte can just like jump. You know, like three feet in the air to another surface and not make a sound and not knock anything over. It's crazy. The stretching, flexibility. That's something I would like to get more into. This is flexibility, stretching, but perhaps stretching in a, in a more fun way. Something I'll do as part of my um, routine is I'll uh, walk stairs in the building. I live in a 15-story building. 
Actually, it's 14, because there's no 13. In the elevator, it goes from 12 to 14. I didn't, I actually didn't uh, realize this till about like four months of running stairs. And the, the 14th would always come quicker than I thought. Um, but it's a great winter activity, great exercise. I don't believe in treadmills. If it's the only option, I will choose not to use <laughs> treadmill. No, um, I have further opinions about treadmills, but um, yeah, climbing stairs. That is a great workout. I once climbed the stairs when I was 18. I climbed the stairs of the Sears Tower. What is that? It's like 103 floors, maybe? Yeah, athletic activities. But thank you so much for being here today. This is, again, a great step in the right direction. It might seem like a small step or an insignificant step, but, but it's a positive one. setting aside time and reflecting on life is really beneficial. It will help you gain clarity in who you are, what you want, and um, life becomes a whole lot easier once you know that. Uh, and you develop skills of just clear thinking, approaching things objectively, situations, leadership. Um, and living with no regrets. Because if you're constantly checking in with yourself, um, you're, not in, you're not allowing distractions to kind of rule your life, right? So, thank you again. This has been a guided self-reflection session.